Hey, hello everybody. Um, greetings. This you are currently listening to WKCO ninety one point nine. It is two o'clock on Wednesday, and my name is Nicholas Clore, and we are broadcasting live from Gambier, Ohio. Um, and this is my show called uh, Jazz of the World. Um, and so each week we're going to take a look at, you know, we take a look at different countries, um, different regions of the world, um, that have, you know, really, really interesting jazz music coming from it. Um, and for me, at least it's an exploration, um, into areas that I don't really understand, um, and, and that I don't know a whole lot about. Um, and having this show forces me to, um, have to learn a whole lot about a lot of things, um, and I have to read, I have to listen to a lot of music, um, and, and I hope to share it with all of you through this show. Um, so I just came back from break as, as most people did. Um, Thanksgiving break was wonderful. Um, it was very nice going back home and seeing my family, seeing my friends. Um, but it was also really nice being in New York City. Um, one thing you don't get a whole lot in Gambier, Ohio is jazz clubs. Um, well, you really don't get it at all. And so it was really nice to go back home. And, uh, I was, I was lucky enough to explore, um, two, two little clubs, um, in, in New York City. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to remember the name of this, this first one. Um, and so the first, uh, first night I got back, one of the first nights I got back, I believe it was yeah, Tuesday night. Um, my dad and my mom and I, we went to, um, Barbez, uh, I believe it was the name of the bar in, um, Park Slope. Uh, so if you're from Park Slope or if you have been to Park Slope, um, right on, um, 9th Street and 6th Avenue, right there on the corner, there's this really, really kind of cute bar that I've, I've never really, you know, I feel like I've walked down that street a million times, but I, I've never looked in. Um, and every Tuesday night for the last 20 years, um, there's a band called Slavic Soul Party that has been playing. And they, they are really just, they are awesome. Um, they describe themselves as having this, you know, fiery Balkan brass, throbbing funk grooves, um, Roma accordion wizardry and virtuoso jazz chops. Uh, and they, they really delivered on that promise. Um, so, um, they're really the inspiration for this, for this show, um, which we're going to be talking about jazz from the, the Balkans. Um, and so, I mean, the Balkans are, are a region of, of Europe, um, you know, Macedonia, uh, Albania, Serbia, Slovenia, um, Moldova, Bulgaria, um, Romania. I'm, I'm probably missing some, but, uh, it's, it's, it's region in Europe, right? And they have some really, really interesting music. Um, so I'm going to play first one song from, um, Slavic Soul Party, who, uh, who I just saw. And, uh, and then we're going to get into the, the nitty gritty of, of what makes Balkan brass so special and how it was combined with jazz that, that makes it so interesting. Um, so this first track that I'm going to be playing for you guys is called Techno Chick Collision by Slavic Soul Party. Um, and it's from their album Techno Chick Collision. Uh, which I believe was released in like 2010. Um, but they, they've been around for a long time. Um, all right, here it is. Mm-hmm. 
So again, that was um, Slavic Soul Party, um, and every night in every Tuesday in Brooklyn, um, they they play a show, and it's really it's such a great time. Um, they've really they've played all over the world, from Carnegie Hall to all around the Balkans to South America. Um, they're they're really a fantastic group. Um, so that was. Balkan jazz, um, and I also just want to take one second to um, acknowledge another huge, you know, part of, of jazz history, um, which uh, comes from you know the same area, and so that is um, the Romani jazz, um, uh, originally called um, Gypsy jazz, um, but you know, Gypsy right now is. Um, not a term you know used lightly. It's there's not a great connotation to it, and and it's actually quite um, contentious within the um, Balkan music community on on whether or not um, it's even okay to um, you know say say this word. Um, but um, so some musicians are have opted in in starting to call and transition it into Romani jazz. Um, or jazz manouche, um, but there's also, um, you know, a still considerable s- subsection of of Romani jazz musicians who have um, who are are still using this word in their music or in their titles uh, or whatever whatever it may be in their advertisements. So it's really dependent on on who you're talking to. And so um, this Romani type of jazz was really pioneered by um, the uh, guitarist Django Reinhardt. Um, and this is a, a much different type of feel. It's a much smaller feel. There's a guitarist, violinist, bassist, uh, and usually that's about it. Um, and it's and it's a much more intimate feel. And I definitely want to touch on that, um, but um, not that that deserves a whole episode. It doesn't deserve to be you know shoehorned into into this episode. So we're going to take this one to talk about Balkan jazz and. Before we get to Balkan jazz, we need to talk about Balkan brass. And my first exposure to Balkan brass was in a couple of years back, pre-COVID, uh, my parents took me to a music festival um, also in Park Slope, which was really cool, called the Zlatni Ust Golden Fest. Uh, and this was really my first exposure to Balkan music. Um, and it is so, like, uh, it is so so much fun it is it is infectiously fun um it is so hard not to dance and we really saw it i really saw it at this festival people people just loved to dance to balkan music and that's what balkan brass really is it it is a a form of music that is really really i think it's a little bit better you know to be experienced live in person than to listen to it and it's still great to listen to but it's it's not quite um the same so Balkan brass. What what is it? What makes it so fun? Uh, and it's it's this Balkan brass is this very distinctive fusion of military brass music and Balkan folk songs. Um, and it's it's just really cool. It's this really highly these big bands, these big brass bands playing energetic and fast beats, encouraging dance participation is pretty much necessary by the audience uh and and the bands are again are huge you have flugelhorns trumpets uh saxophones euphoniums tubas um 
you have accordions uh, and you know huge percussion percussion sections too, uh, and basically this whole type of music is is this uh, Balkan music is already the, this mix of like European folk music, uh, Romani music, Jewish klezmer music, and and folk music, um, and then you have the the military brass bands too combining. So it's it's really a, a, so much fun to listen to, and so one of my favorite and probably you know best well-known examples of what Balkan brass is and what it sounds like is um, if you've ever been to a bar mitzvah or a bar mitzvah um, you've probably heard Hava Hava Dagila Hava Dagila um, and it's it's a Balkan brass song I mean it's a Jewish folk song truly but but it's also played by Balkan brass bands um, and at Zalani Ust, we probably heard that song like three or four times played by different bands because it's it's such a classic song um, in the genre. Uh, and so I'm going to play for you guys one arrangement of it now by the Boban and Marko Markovic Orchestra. This is Hava Nagila. <laughs>
So there it is. And and that track is really super telling. Um, so you have the tuba in the background playing the bass parts. You have the percussion instruments, one or two percussionists playing a snare drum or a larger bass drum, um, usually each with one cymbal. Sometimes only one of them has a cymbal. Um, they're keeping time. But what's so distinctive about this music is the tempo shifts. So they're pretty much playing a very similar rift, A, A, B, A, A, B, A, you know, form throughout the entire song. They're playing the same thing pretty much the whole time. And there's not a whole lot of soloing. Um, but what they're shifting is intensity, energy, and tempo. And that is really, really, really at that that at its core is what Balkan music is. So I'm gonna play uh one more song. This is a really famous Venezuelan folk song called um Moliendo Cafe, um by the um Balkan brass band uh Fanfare Sio Carlia um from their album Igbari. Um and it's it's super short, but I just loved this song and I loved the feel of it. Um and I'm gonna I'm gonna play one more traditional Balkan brass piece after this, um, but I th I thought that this song was way too good to skip up on. Um, so here it is. This is Moliendo Cafe by the Fanfare Siocarlia Bass Brand Brass Band from their album Igbari. Here it is. all of the wrong buttons on every whoa can you even hear me i'm pressing all the wrong buttons give me one all right here it is
So uh, before moving on, I, again, it, that piece is really telling for what the band kind of is. And so um, I'm going to replay this one quick section, which is about a minute and 40 seconds in. Minute, minute and, 40 seconds in um, and what you're going to hear is a pre-written solo over the melody um, by the sax player and then by the either muted trumpet or a cornet player. I'm pretty sure it sounds like a cornet to me, but it could be a, a trumpet with a harmon, not a harmon mute, but like a cut mute or something, something making it a little bit, giving it that, you know, warmer sound um, either is likely. Um, and what's missing is the improvisation because that that is really what makes jazz jazz um you know again there's the blue notes there's the swinging rhythms um but jazz is very straight um rhythmically wise um you know there's not a lot of it people are playing in tempo and the tempo shifts but they're still playing together in tempo um there's not as much of this swing um and so, you know, when we talk about Balkan jazz, it's really about, you know, bringing those those blue notes in, but also bringing, you know, the improv in. And so here, I'm just going to play this one solo. The cornet player is just playing the melody, but they're, it sounds like they're soloing and it sounds really good, but, but that's really one of the big... So that, that's really all I wanted to highlight. And then again, you have the tuba playing the role of the bass, keeping the band together, playing the changes. Um, and, and then you have the percussion, keeping everyone together in time. Um, so I'm just going to play one, one quick last bit of Balkan, Balkan brass. Um, this is um, a song, uh, a traditional Balkan folk song played by the Balkan brass band from their album Balkan Brass band and i'm telling you right now i will butcher whatever the pronunciation of this this folk song is so i'm, I'm not even going to try but if you look up balkan brass band this is going to be the first track on their album and it's a fun one and i'm just going to play a quick second of it I'm going to move on just for time's sakes, but I, I hope that gives, you know, whoever is listening um, a little bit of a picture of what what Balkan Brass is originally and, and how that transitions into jazz. Um, 
And so I, I also want to just take this one quick second before jumping straight into Balkan Jazz to thank those who I know are listening. Um, so I want to thank my parents who are listening back in um, Brooklyn, also for taking me to Zelani Ustfest and um, Barabez to see the Slavic Soul Party, which inspired this show. Uh, I want to thank Margo again, always for listening uh, in Germany, and um, Ella. Um, new bestie Ella uh, who's listening in the um, library um, uh, it's been it's it's always great to, to know that people are listening and that uh, all, the, all the work that I'm putting into this isn't isn't for no reason and, and I hope whoever is listening is um, learning a little bit too and it looks like also Maya is tuned in as well so thank you Maya for listening um, so yeah thank you guys um, alright so Balkan, Balkan jazz. Balkan jazz is really, you know, can be used as this umbrella term for jazz in, you know, jazz influenced by Balkan brass. And there's really two ways that um, Balkan jazz can be be classified and, and categorized. So there's the Balkan jazz, which is Balkan instrumentation with jazz rhythms. Uh, and and jazz, you know, arrangements. So you have big Balkan brass bands with these, um, you know, solos with jazzier rhythms, swinging the tunes. Um, and then you have the other side of it, which is jazz bands, you know, traditional, more traditional instrumentation jazz band wise playing Balkan-infused music with the Balkan-infused rhythms. So there's a, this really interesting difference between the two, um, and we're gonna we're gonna listen to to a little bit of both. Um, so really, the the main person, the guy who started it all of of Balkan jazz fusion, just jazz combined with Balkan music, was um, and please excuse me if I'm pronouncing this wrong, but I, I looked up videos of this guy. And I haven't been able to find one that pronounces his name right. But he said in an interview that an American has never once pronounced his name properly uh, on the first try. So I'm going to stick with that uh, and assume that I'm pronouncing it incorrectly. Um, but this was this is Dusko Gojikovic. Uh, that is D-U-S-K-O. Uh, G-O-Y-K-O-V-I-C-H uh, and his 1967 album Swingin' Macedonia was really the start of it all um, and so um, Gojkovic was born in um, ex-Yugoslavia now it's Bosnia uh, and he immediately knew that he wanted to play the trumpet uh, and so this took him out of his hometown which again, I'm probably going to butcher the pronunciation, Jase, um, to Belgrade, which is one of the um, largest cities in um, in the Balkans. It is the capital of um, Serbia, and it's and it, again, it's also kind of a capital of, of music and of culture in the Balkans. Uh, and so he plays, and he plays with um, just local, um, you know, jazz bands. Um, but no one's really doing the combining of these Balkan rhythms. They're they're playing Dixieland charts. They're um, playing some bigger swing band charts, um, especially with Radio Belgrade, which is a really really big program at the time. They have a huge jazz band that's super super big. Um, but he moves to West Germany in 1956 and. 
in these years, he's he's doing so much stuff. He's playing with Chet Baker, Stan Getz, Oster Pettiford. He has a performance at the Newport Jazz Festival. And because of all of this, he, he receives a scholarship to attend Berkeley, um, where he's studying jazz. And Berkeley, again, has come up and up uh, again as, um, you know, one of the first places to offer jazz studies. And what they did a lot of was bringing people from other countries uh, into Berkeley to study the music. And so we saw that in Nigeria. We saw that in South Africa. Um, and I wouldn't have known any of this um, without having to do the show. But it, it's been really interesting for me to see that, you know, th it's a big part of the reason that these jazz musicians got so big because they got all of this training at Berkeley. Um, so cool stuff. And so in 1966, he records one of his first albums called Swinging Macedonia. And this is really the nexus of the fusing of Balkan rhythms with um, jazz instrumentation. And so the first song that we're going to listen to um, is called the Macedonian Fertility Dance. And let me find the time. I, it is at... I have the whole album. Um, so there we go. Uh, and it's a super quick song, but you're going to hear this this fusion for sure. Um, and on this track, you have Dusko Gojkovic on trumpet. You have a tenor sax player, a piano player, and then a drum player. And so it's, it's a much smaller band. Um, again, this is the fusing of Balkan rhythms and feeling with uh, jazz instrumentation. So this is the Macedonian fertility dance.
So there it is. And, and that really, I mean, that's, that's it. You hear soloing, but you also hear, you know, these Balkan infused riffs. Um, and so I, I mean, I, I can't really overstate his importance in, in the fusing of these genres. Um, and so, uh, for time constraints, I have so much cool stuff that I want to get to. Um, but, um, yeah, I, um, oh, ooh, I hope I'm going to play the last track on his album, Swing in Macedonia. Uh, it's called Balkan Blue. He also has some other great albums, Soul Connection, Bebop City, In My Dreams. Um, and he's still alive and he's still playing trumpet. I just watched a video of him um, from 2017 where he's playing with the um, Serbian big band, the, the Balkan Big Band Express, which I'm going to talk about in a second. Um, and he's still playing trumpet at 91 years old. So awesome. He's awesome. Um, so this is the last last track I'm going to play from him, but really his importance in Balkan jazz cannot be overstated. Here it is.
so there it was um i hope that that sounded good and i, I wasn't going crazy um jazz instrumentation balkan rhythms and and musical ideas and so you get that from um from the let's go goikovich sextet um and so i'm gonna play now something a little bit on the other side of things which is um the the jazz orchestra um rtb which um the rtb big band the big balkan express the the big band balkan express uh is really a, a jazz institution uh in the balkans um and it's based in yugoslavia and it's really almost like this jazz academy um everyone who wants to be anyone plays with this band at some point if they want to be playing jazz and so this is a recording 12 years after uh or 11 years after um swing in macedonia is released this is from uh 1978 and again you have the big band balkan big band balkan instrumentation but then you have also jazzy instrumentation and and most significantly the most significant shift is the electric piano and so i'm going to take let you guys take a look it's a seven minute track i'm going to skip around a bit because we don't have seven minutes to to listen to this um as much as i would love to um all of these essays are really crushing me right now and i i'm 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 trying to trying to trying to give myself a little bit of rest instead of going for a couple hours today um because uh it's been a, it's been a brutal couple of days working on this quest for justice essay um so yeah um also want to uh say ella yes i did shout you out and also ella dmac thanks for listening i listened to your show it was lit uh your show is what friday at oh i forget the time um but it was really good it was good music um friday i think or thursday I don't remember. I don't remember. Ella, Ella, text me when your show is, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll say something. But this is the uh, Jazz Orchestra RTB, Big Band Balkan Express. Here it is. I'm going to skip around, so uh, it's it's part of the system. It's not it's not your, your lag or whatever.
So that gives you a little bit of a, a picture of what it is. But it, uh, I mean, I could talk so much about this track. You have the electric bass, the electric piano, weird sounds coming from the electric piano. It's not like they're choosing traditional sounds. I, I played that little section in, in, in the middle of that song where it's this really interesting, you know, like synthesizer-esque um, piece. And it's just like... It's everything, but it's also like so uniquely um, linked to the vocabulary of Balkan music. And, and I feel like you can really hear that in the um, solos. And, and again, really long solos. I mean, most of the song is a really long sax solo. Um, and so that's, that's a really just, it's a really cool piece. Um, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it was, I, I loved listening to that whole thing. Um, it's from the, um, their, their 1978 release, um, Jazz Orchestra Radio Television, Radio Television, um, Belograd, which it's that, that's the translation, but, um, it is, it is not in English. Um, but yeah, so that's the track. Uh, 1978. So I'm going to jump ahead a couple of years, a couple decades even, um, to probably one of the most famous now modern um, Romani jazz musicians, um, Martin Lubinov. And he's a really, really popular figure. He's been around for a couple decades now. Um, and he, is, um, he comes from the Southern Balkans, um, descended from Romani people. Um, and he is really really good at arranging and organ um organizing a band he's um an accordion player um but he also um he he just his band's really really cool and so uh i'm gonna play a little bit of his track again it's a long track uh and i realize that i'm running out of time now um from his 2017 album Don't Be a Gypsy which um, is he's right now he's playing into the um, kind of the, the confusion around the, the usage of the term um, because you know he is he's one that would be um, you know affected by the adverse use of it um, but that's what he named his album and the, uh, the track name is called Sauerkraut uh, and I'm going to skip around again just because don't have oh where is the track um but yeah it's it's a really really great tune um so here it is
So there it is, Sauerkraut by the Martin Lubinov Orchestra from his 2017 album, Don't Worry, Be Gypsy. Um, and it's, I mean, it's just so, Balkan music is so fast, which means it's so technically intense and so these musicians are so good and and you can really hear that in the sections that are almost bebop like where you have the accordion the saxophone the piano and the guitar and the drummer pretty much playing completely the same thing um you know obviously the, the drummer's hitting at the same time um and it's just really like they're so tight. You have to be so tight as a Balkan brand, as a Balkan brass band, because um, you're playing so fast. Um, and so these guys get really, really good, and they get really good together. Um, and so uh, he's really good. Uh, Martin Lubinov, um, Slavic Soul Party cites him as um, one of their influences, and they play some of his arrangements. He's also a really talented arranger. Um, and so we're, I'm going to take one last look at um a um an, an actual uh like at um people playing music in the balkans um jazz music in the balkans uh and then the last couple tracks are going to be um some more slavic soul party and then uh the american american influence and what american music jazz music and and other type of music um has taken from from balkan brass Band. Okay. Whew. All right. So this uh, last track um, of you know modern modern Balkan music coming from the Balkans is from um, the Balkan Beast. They're a, a jazz group. Um, they're self-described as um, old Yamanis chewing cat with Romanian horn players at so Southern London raves. Um, so that's that's what their description was on their website and I, I thought best to stick with it uh, and this is their song uh, Gypsy Hill um, this was released in oh when was it like 2016 let's see 2013 uh, I was wrong but this is um, Balkan Beast here it is <laughs> Thank you. 
So, I mean, there there you have it. You have a, a really interesting group fusing electronic instrumentation with the Balkan brass big bands. Um, I mean, that they're just super fun. They're super fun. Um, that's Balkan Beast. Um, and I, I definitely recommend looking them up. Um, so... Oh my god, I'm gonna be real with you guys. I'm starting to uh, to feel a little sleepy. Um, so I'm gonna just play a couple more tracks today. Try not to go um, too far over. But um, as you know me, I definitely over-prepare for this radio show, which leads to me having way too much fun stuff to say and to play for you all listening. So again, thank you. Also, um, it was confirmed. Ella D-Max radio show is Friday at 5. So tune in then. Um, but yes. So moving forward, um, over the summer, I went to see a lot of jazz. Uh, and one of, the, one of my favorite bands that I saw was a band called Squirrel Nut Zippers. And they are this um, really crazy, interesting fusion group of Delta Blues, um, Romani Jazz, Balkan Jazz, uh, but then also like 1930s swing music, uh, klezmer music. And they're just so, so infectiously fun to listen to. So I want to play this song. Um, that I really, really enjoyed. I saw them at Bryant Park uh, with my parents. It was one of the coolest concerts that I think uh, I went to that summer. I have one of their shirts. Um, and this song is called The Ghost of Stephen Foster. Um, and he- hear the Balkan influence in the like instrumentation and the like feel to it. It, it kind of has a like and that kind of like almost repetitive feeling, but it's like it's really good. It's a great track. Um, and this track also is an awesome, awesome, awesome music video. It's one of the coolest music videos. It's uh, I don't know if anyone's ever played the game Cuphead, but like hand animated. It's it's really cool stuff. Um, and so uh, I'm going to play this track. I encourage you to look up the music video. In the meantime, it is 3.01, which means I'm legally obliged to say that this is WKCO 91.9. It is 3.01. And this is Radio Free Kenyan broadcasting live from Gambier, Ohio. You are listening to Jazz of the World, hosted by Nicholas Clore. And this is Squirrel Nut Zippers, the ghost of Stephen Foster.
Christ. This is what I told him as I gazed into his eyes. Rooms were made for carpets, towers made for spires, ships were made for cannonades to fire off from inside them. He's never saying, hallelujah, you know, no, no, no. Kept out, ladies, never saying, hallelujah, no, no. into his eyes. Ships were made for sinking, whiskey made for drinking. If we were made of cellophane, we'd all get stinking drunk much faster. Captain ladies never sang more than do No, no, no. That is so typical of Balkan music, and and then you have the also just the Balkan brass, you know, behind the band, um, and they have a great, great, great horn section. Um, but really, the um, the the true like star that when we saw Squall Nun Zippers was the uh, violinist, which violin is not typically an instrument heard in Balkan music. Um, but I think it's a really interesting combo um, because the violinist was so crazy to see live. Uh, great 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 singer um and really cool violin playing so um i'm gonna play one more track and call it uh call it a day um if you're interested in hearing what else i had prepared i will send it over to uh whoever wants it but um i uh it's been a it's been a long couple days i've uh i've had some long nights staying up uh working on the uh some homework so trying to get some rest before uh before doing it all again tonight so this is uh i'm gonna close off the show with one last slavic soul party song um and this is um them playing um a song called uh romano provero Romano Pravo, which is a, a song that was arranged by Martin Lubinev, who who we heard the accordionist, uh, and it's a really great track, really fun stuff, um, and yeah, here it is. This is the uh, last track of the show. I appreciate you all for sticking with me, for listening. Uh, I hope you guys learned something. I truly learned a lot, um, and, and I learned about some really really fun tunes. So uh, thank you all. Uh, I'm going to close it off and uh, meet you on the other side of this Slavic Soul Party tune. Enjoy.
All right. And that's all I have for you today, folks. I appreciate anyone and everyone who tuned in. I'm very grateful. Um, and I'm... I don't know if I'm going to have a show next week um, just because it's finals week or finals is coming up. Um, but I'll play it by ear. Um, we'll see what happens. Once again, um, you just listened to Jazz of the World. Today's theme was Balkan Jazz. I appreciate, again, everyone for tuning in. Have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Uh, and I realize that I need to get the overnight bump set up. So um, thank you all again. And oh, let's see. There it is. Oh, um, and all of my uh, all of this uh, has been recorded. I'm gonna put it up on Spotify. Um, shout out to uh, again Nora and Ella. Nora for letting me record record it with uh, her laptop, but also for listening to it because she has class at this time. Uh, and for Ella listening to it on the uh, plane ride from New York City to Columbus, um, that was very exciting to to know that people are listening. So um, you tune in if you missed part of it and want to hear more. Listen to it on Spotify. Uh, the last two episodes, Japanese jazz and Native American jazz, are up, uh, and I'll post this. Probably not today, but within the next couple of days.